Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast for agents by agents, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Jeff and Phil run a residential real estate team that'll close over $250 million worth of homes in 2018, and they are sharing their insights on growing a team and winning in the living room with actual buyers and sellers. Enjoy. With the change in Zillow's growth, how will it affect an agent website exposure? With the change in Zillow's growth, how will it affect an agent's website exposure, and mm-hmm. what changes? Marisa, will you hit that button that says? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Thanks, Gilbert. Show more Here's the thing: is, is link. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, this this changes. Uh, congratulations, Gilbert, because this is the challenge. Okay, is that with the change in Zillow's growth, it is decreasing the amount of traffic that agents get to their website, right? So the industry came out with these individual property websites that people were pitching to the consumer that they were like, oh, this is good. It's not good because the thing is, is when you, well, no, because it's- I, it's, I, I it's, agree, I just laugh because it's- It's real. It's real, yeah. yeah. Well, because when you Google a property address, Zillow comes up first, Redfin comes up, homes.com, realer.com, right? The first five, like- Arguably. Without the agent doing any other work but putting it in the MLS, the consumer will have as much information that's available. Right? Is that what you're saying? Like, what? What does the single? I'm saying that a sing- no, that an what agent or a single property website? property website has no chance of getting to reaching consumers. Mm. Right. So, so why even make that part of your strategy? And that an agent has to fight hard because. We're in this power struggle ourselves. Like we're at 300,000 visitors and we're trying to grow that and we're competing against these sites and they're winning. Let me be honest, like like we were growing, growing, growing and it's like, wow, the amount of money that we have to spend to send consumers to our website is massive. And I don't know how as an individual agent, you're gonna be able to grasp the attention because now you have Facebook and you have, you know, you have Instagram and I don't know where this, where you're gonna get the, uh, Traffic from so right, so what leverage? So what changes Zillow? should they have to make to ho- have value with their site? Oh, Is to me local. it's o- uber local. Yeah, you're uber local. The difference between an individual agent and Zillow is that you're boots on the ground, right? You know what's going on. You know what signs are up. You have intel into your community that you work in that Zillow can't scale yet, right? They might one day, but they're not there yet. So that is still one of the differences. And then your insight into the families. Like, how about this? Go and interview people that you have helped buy a house in neighborhoods about why they like that school, what teachers they like at that school, what neighborhoods, what restaurants they go to, why they go to the Cactus Park as opposed to the Sereno Park. Like, what is the difference of that? So that you can actually know what those those answers are. Yeah, I mean, one of the better sites that I saw was the gals down at... uh, down in Sun Lakes, right? Like came up with a Facebook page that, that to try and Amy Jones. Amy Jones group. She had a Sun Lakes group on Facebook. Outstanding. Like great, great content. Right. Yes. But that's what it is, is, is that we're not willing. I mean, this is a little bit of Gary Vee. Like we're not willing to put in the, the time, money, and energy over a long period of time to drive enough value that we can then, you know, like we get impatient. Like as soon as nobody comes, we're like, oh, only 50 people come. But you got to build that audience over, and then we move on to we follow the sh- shiny object syndrome. Well, I heard they had a, a lead gen class. 
Yeah, exactly. Like that's the problem. No, the industry is entirely focused on lead generation, and that's the mistake. Is that we're um, unless I'm going to get a lead today from this, then I don't want to do it. Right? Am I not going to get a deal? Is a deal not going to walk in my door in in one minute? Is that because it's hard to stay in this business? So if you're not solely focused on that, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it. Why do you think that is? Because that's the reality of it, is that but I mean, even Sharon, Sharon's comment was systems and lead generation are key. You're absolutely right. Systems are key. Lead generation is key. But there has to be a certain percentage of lead generation and a certain percentage of what you're doing to actually get better at your craft other than just generating leads. Right? You can't afford to generate. Like If you generate leads and, you have, and you're not good at providing value for those leads you're not going to make it. You got to figure out how you can provide value. And I think that consumers are only getting smarter and they're able to see through the agents that are strictly the sales process style agents, as opposed to those that actually have value. What do you think there, Seabach? Yeah, it's all about the value. But the, the thing is, is, is you have to put the work in to achieve, to achieve your value. And I don't know that agents are looking enough houses to actually have something valuable enough to the, you know, no longer is it, I got my license and I've been to a few classes that I'm worth anything, right? Like the thing is, is how about you go look at a thousand houses and then you talk to a lead. Ooh, right? How about, can, I, can I look at them online? You can. I just don't. I just don't think that, that is no. I just don't think no. the path is there. I think right. that uh, that we have we have been seasoned to believe that nope, you can get your license. You go out. Yes, you can get your license, and you can go out, and you can generate a sale if you have lead generations and systems. But are you going to offer actual value to the client? Is where we're at with it. Or you just we're not be... saying that you can't be successful. I mean, you got the number one brokers, the number one player in Swapple's 200 list heads up a brokerage that completely fo- is d- dedicated to lead generation number one and systems. Uh, the guy that predicted that the market was going to go down. The, oh, Gary, Gary oh. Keller. Yeah, right. GK. GK was wrong, but yet we're still like, he's number one. Why? Because he recruits the most amount of people. That's silly. I'm sorry, it's broken. Hmm. Somebody's. It's about time that someone's gonna uh, point it out in the industry and, and provide a solution, and that's what we're gonna. That's what we're doing today. Nice, the event, the yes, solution. Yes. So, yes. what do you think? Uh, are you? When are you gonna expand the Seabock team into new markets? Are you a fan of expansionism? I'm not a fan of expansionism. Again, I'm hyper local. How can I be hyper local and be a, I mean, I'm sure at some level, once we get to a billion dollars in sales, that we'll be like, okay, we've reached saturation. We need to move to another marketplace. Two, yeah, in, in two, two years, years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, the, but the thing is, is but we're not there yet. That I think expansionism <coughs> was, was birthed at a time when, um, I mean, the consumers gave us a break. No. Yes, exactly. But I mean, what it was is I believe that agents got free time when they lost the search process. And instead, they focused on lead generation and growing their business. And then that led to expansionism. But that was the wheels coming off of the car is what it was because they made more money because they still have the guarantee in MLS that they're going to get paid. 
Right. Right. But now come out with aggregators like Zillow and TrulianHomes.com, right? Like Zillow's coming out with coming soon. And I think it's... They're already out. Right. Yeah. But I think that it's the realtor's benefit. We talked about that last Right. If you're trying to sell a house, you should be using coming soon. It is in benefit of your seller. But there's no compensation that's guaranteed there. So that's going to change the competition, right? If we can sell houses without putting them in MLS, right? The realtors are going to be exposed. And I'm just out here trying to get people before this exposure happens. Thank you for listening to The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash Ask Jeff and Phil, or download the Apple Podcast app and search for The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. You can find links to all of our social media platforms in our description, including a Facebook group link to The Solution presented by Ask Jeff and Phil. Jeff and Phil would also like our fans to know that Agent Metrics is now Agent Truth. If you have questions, please leave a comment below, and we will answer those questions on Facebook Live, Mondays and Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.